I am. Am starting... I too loud? I think I'm peaking. Hold on. But I thought you said it didn't matter if I because the thing only. I don't well, know is it I'm moving doing. on you or no? Uh, and you can always check without recording by just clicking on the monitor uh, ah, and, and you okay. can see where your levels are at. You want to be where's the monitor. Retarded. Uh, if you're looking at the sc- if you're looking at the screen share, see oh, I where see I'm- it. I see it. I see it. Yep. Just check yours. Check, 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 check. I'm good. All right. And Brad forgot to bring up the pret sheet. Yeah, I don't have it either. Eater. I don't have eater. Jim, I've solved the Joe Rogan issue. What was the issue? Okay, remember when I said that there was no way to disable, uh, or we I couldn't find any way to disable channels you no longer want to see oh, suggestions yeah, yeah, from? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have not accidentally listened to a Joe Rogan podcast in my sleep for an entire week. Oh, that's as, that's progress. As a matter of fact, there's two buttons. There's a not interested button, which would be you know not interested, but I don't want you to completely remove it from from ever showing up. But there's also a like a remove suggestion, and unless you search for Joe Rogan and go to his channel and select his video, then it will not autoplay. It will not show up in your suggestions. Okay, I I had I figured there had to be, but I I for what ten years now I had a I didn't know it was there and b like I couldn't find it. If I figured there would have to be one, but I haven't been able to find it. We'll see. We fix another problem in the world. My camera just turned on and off. Do you still see me or no? I all I see is you. I my full screen is you. I don't see your screen. Or maybe you're not screen sharing. I am sharing. That's why you hear me. If I didn't have my share on, then you wouldn't hear me. All I see is you across my whole well, screen. Then, it's, it's you a must have double. Sight. You must have double clicked on me. Um. <laughs> so Joe Joe Rogan, and then there's Steam. Steam. Rogan. Now Steam is showing up. I love how I love how Steam like lies in wait on your computer, and it waits till you're doing something because, <laughs> and then it just like, are you a Steam user at all? Do you use a lot? No. I know I know you're a console person first and foremost, as am I. Yeah. But I have uh, I like to find new and creative ways to buy different versions of Doom and Borderlands. So like, so like I have the the Xbox 360 Borderlands games. I have them all for Xbox 360. Then I bought them again for backwards compatibility on my Xbox One, and then I bought them again when they were remastered and re-released for the Xbox One and their Xbox. See, that's One. crazy to me, dude. Like, why? Why the frame rate, bro? The frame rate. So, oh, okay. All right. So the the remasters all run at sixty frames a second on Xbox One, and as much as I love the original games, they run. There are times where our, like Borderlands One runs at like seventeen frames a second when stuff gets crazy. So I just saw somebody post. I don't know if it was the, on the Doom um, page on Facebook. Uh huh. Um, but somebody had a handheld. I don't know if it was a handheld am- emulator. Mm-hmm. It looked like an old Game Boy almost. Right. And they were playing Doom on it. Yeah, there's a there's a Doom and Doom 2 version for Game Boy Advance actually, and they're pretty decent. They 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 run they run with a good frame rate. The the resolution is ridiculous. It's very low, but yeah. the whole game's there. It's not like the PlayStation and the Jaguar versions where it's all goofed up. Well, when you're playing like Doom 1 from 1994, <laughs> 5, it's like yeah, you don't have to worry about resolution. Um so I was thinking about some new products that I wanted to try to sell you. I, th- I think you and I could start a new marketing company because later I on, don't use I don't use feminine hygiene products anymore. Okay, I know we're not going to do scratch that. that. Scratch that. It's out the window. It's out the window. All right, but uh, I was watching I was watching some YouTube videos about things that I actually like to learn about, and there was some marketing and some manufacturing and 
food, you know, food came up. And uh, my brother and I were watching some of those videos from, I think, Watch Mojo or maybe some other YouTube channel like that. <clears throat> and they were talking about some of the food products that had been uh, canceled, like Clear Pepsi's one that everyone talks about, the Flintstones Push, push Pops. Um, what's a, what's a, there's the, uh, there's a couple of Pop-Tart related items that were brought in and canceled. There's the uh, the coffee Coca-Cola flavor that I guess is still around in France. That's interesting because I there's a YouTube couple guys on YouTube that I subscribe. I watch them all the time and they were doing they do stuff like that all the time. Just continue products they mm -hmm. bought. I'm sorry to hijack what you're saying, but no. um, they bought a bag of Fritos from the 1970s Whoa. off eBay Whoa. and ate it on that. They do stuff like that all the time and they did an experiment with the coffee and the Coca-Cola. Hmm. And they mentioned it's big in Japan. I think that coffee and Coca-Cola could work. I would be interested in trying that. I've tried it. Cool. Um, but I wanted to develop some products that could either be successful or tested out and then phased away. So are you ready to hear a couple of my pitches? Yeah, let's go. All right. So you're familiar with the Fig Newton? I am. All right. Very much. You're familiar with the strawberry, the raspberry, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. You've got uh, cherry. Cherry's a good one. Cherry and, as far as I'm concerned, cherry and, and raspberry are the only ones that are ever worth eating. Did you know that Fig Newtons are like 150 years old or something crazy like that? Yeah. Figs are weird. We were just watching some, I don't know, something with figs. I think it was a commercial, and I'd never seen like a fig like that in real life. Yeah. But and, Fig Newtons are good, and I think raspberry is the most like generic, horrible flavor oh, ever made. Uh, so they talked about how... Uh, somewhere in in recent years, where they they switched from either strawberry to mixed berry, and if you go to if you go to Denny's and they no longer well they close all the Denny's around here, but if you go to like a restaurant and you order cranberry mm. juice, they're probably going to say no. I'm sorry, all we have is a mixed berry drink. And basically, what it is is because berries are so compatible in flavor, you can sort of mix right. them all together, cut the cost down, add a lot of apple flavor or apple juice to it. And nobody really complains about it because it's, you know, it's berry, right? They're versatile flavor. Now, right. a mixed berry is just a piece of garbage, dude. That's That could be anything. You mixed, could... mixed berry Minute Maid is a severe step down from cranberry. I will absolutely give you that for sure. Yeah. Um, however, I was thinking to revitalize the brand. Follow me here. You, you can, uh, I want you to think rainbow, right? I always do. Okay. You got fig. You got strawberry. You got raspberry, you got blueberry, you got cherry, you got all these berries, right? And they make, and you can fill the Fig Newton in stripes like a rainbow, right? Right. Pride Month, Fag Newtons. Fag Newtons. <laughs> but it works, but I, I that the name probably wouldn't fly. Okay, all right. The name, the name doesn't work. All right, I got another one for you. Ready? I think it's like the N word. <laughs> I, I think they can use it, but you can't. Yeah, well, remember when the uh, homosexuals pretty much claimed queer? And and by the way, just for just as a social experiment, when a when a group claims a word, a quote unquote offensive word, and they just own it, it goes away. Nobody uses queer as an insult anymore. Once there was queer eye for the straight guy, that was it. That was yeah. it. Nobody nobody is offended or bothers with the word queer anymore. Anyways, I got another one for you. you ready? Ready. Okay. You know when you go to Target. Or Walmart or any I cheap do. clothing store, right? They got they got belts, right? And and you can buy a more expensive belt that thirty, forty dollars, you know, leather, nice. You know it's gonna last a while. But say you're going to a dinner party 
or you're telling me about how you have to go out on vacation to Washington, D.C. in a few weeks, you're going to want a belt that you don't have to run through all your nice stuff, but you can still get around town with, right? You go to, yeah. you go, but on the cheap rack of belts, you've got those really versatile, reversible belts. They're black and brown on each side, right? I like this. I like how they still have the braided ones from the 90s. Yeah. Well, the braided yeah. ones were, I dude, I used to kill the braided ones and they were not a good look ever. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just rock them so hard. Okay. I remember that. So Pop-Tarts have an issue because there's the one crappy side of the Pop-Tart, right? You've got the, the domed side that's got all the filling. It's got icing on top. Sometimes there's sprinkles. It sort of has this visual appeal. It's also a little like fluffy on that side. But then there's the crappy side where it's just flat. It's got holes and perforations in it. So th hear me out, double-sided double Pop-Tarts. You put the good side on both sides of the Pop-Tart. It's reversible Pop-Tart retarts. I love the idea. Uh -huh. I'd, I'd almost rather have <laughs> the frosting and filling go extend all the way through the edge of the Pop-Tart because okay. I break that off. I don't eat that. That would be like an app. That would be the Apple version of a Pop-Tart where like the screen, the screen goes all the way to the edge. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's just so much of a waste. And I then our, it. like, our commercials could say, don't be stupid, buy a retard. <laughs> but it's not re. It's like you're not doing anything. No, it's reversible. It. It's a reversible pop tart. Okay. I got it. You're right. Oh, you're wow. My brother thought that was hilarious. We laughed about it for like 15 minutes. No, that's good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Rogan solved and look, look in your local grocery store, probably tops friendly markets for a pile of retards. Previously on Broken Link Radio. Cosplaying is a good way to take a hot chick and make her look stupid. Joe Biden is very oh, good at making himself oh, look him. ridiculous. Okay, so we're going to put aside the fact that most likely Joe Biden is a child and a and we certainly know that he's been accused of raping people uh, multiple times. So I have a question for you. It's racist, man. It's <laughs> racist and it's and I'm probably stealing your thunder. But no, go ahead. It's it's such a gender it's such a uh discriminatory thing to say yeah but i do not enjoy joe rogan or listen to joe rogan and his podcast nearly as much as youtube thinks that i does have you ever had this problem thinks that i does <laughs> what it thinks that i do wait i don't remember what i said thinks i'm sorry that, no that it thinks that it wait now i'm confused <laughs> That it thinks that I do. Right. Broken Link Radio. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Bradley C. Baker. Broken Link Radio. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 3, 3 2, 2, 2, 1. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful. And so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. 
We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best. Sir. Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four letter wording, hoodlum Oreo eater. And we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! Thank you. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool. You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately, moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio, and I am Bradley Baker. Jim Caterley, what's going on? What is going on? And Gabriel the Archangel, who still has a terrible fanfare. <laughs> don't forget to bro- don't forget to go to uh, BrokenLinkRadioOneWord.com. That's where you can get the YouTube stream, and you can also get uh, that's super loud to you because it's loud as hell to me. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The stream is so strong today. Um, you can stream the show uh, live on YouTube, or you can download the podcast via SoundCloud or direct as an MP3 download. Uh, don't forget, you can call us at 480-269-2641. We had a lot of fun with our voicemail a couple weeks ago. And boy, is there so much to do. It didn't all fit on the prep sheet this week, Jim. There's Jim. there's just a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff to go over. But uh, I was really sad that Gabe couldn't be with us last week. Uh, and there's the reason for that. Do you know the reason, Gabe? Yes. Because we're always sad when you're not here. But um, one of the one of the things that I was excited to do today, Jim, was to learn a little bit more about Gabriel. Um, do, are you familiar with the band Corn, Jim? Uh, yes, I know the name. All right. So, uh, where would well, you get re- ready to have your socks knocked off, Jim? <laughs> I they are already off my feet, so we're good. Gabe, how old were you in two thousand and what? What year was it? Oh, was it two thousand, two thousand two, maybe? I think I you said two thousand and two. Two thousand two. You were like twelve years old. I want to say right around there should be. What's the coolest thing any of your kids did at uh, twelve years old, Jim? Uh, I got no clue. So, besides that, besides Gabe being a vicious masturbator at the age of twelve. He was also a vicious corn fan, so much so, Jim, that <laughs> Gabe made an Angel Fire corn website. Top of the line. <laughs> State of the art. I, I hope you are ready for this. Jim, put your socks back on <laughs> so that they can be knocked off. It's at www.angelfire.com backslash SD2, which I, what does that stand for? San Diego? San Diego. I think it was South Dakota, but in my mind, it was San Diego. <laughs> Backslash corn. To represent my home hometown. Slash backslash corn. So we're gonna take a ride and we're gonna we're gonna hang out on Gabe's corn website. So Gabe currently runs websites and stuff. That's the main reason I know him. And uh they're they're personal projects of his, but uh we'll uh, we'll take a look. I'll tell you one thing, he's had more visitors than we have on our website, Jim. So there could be a lot to learn from this. You gotta go angel fire. That's the first step. There's built in traffic, right? <laughs> yes. I was going to ask if I had a counter, one of those like old fashioned. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Of course, it has a counter. 
Oh, yeah. It was turn of the millennium, Jim. Dude, <laughs> Gabe was on his crap back in 2012 or 2002. I don't know what's happened to him since. All downhill from there. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to Gabe's. All right. Getting well, the time machine. To, oh, I forgot the name. Just, <laughs> are you looking at the desktop right now, Jim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it says angelfire.com says, welcome to Corners of My Mind. Please check out the news frame and banners before you enter. So, so wait, back in back in the day, that actually it didn't say. It looks like it's defaulted to the domain. It actually uh, said the name of the website back okay. in the day. Okay, so it said corners of my, corners of my mind. Welcome to corners of my mind. Says yeah, corners of my mind says welcome. Blah 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 blah. Look at he, Jim. There's your there's your odometer counter right there oh, in the nice. middle. <laughs> June tenth, so almost to the day, dude. This is almost eighteen years ago to the day. Wow. Um, you are the 44,409th visitor. So uh, you want to do some quick math as to how many visitors per year that is? What does it say on there? 4409? Yeah, 4409 divided by 240, eight. 245. 245 views a year. Okay. Um, I really like that he's very consistent here with the backwards E's, the backwards R's. Is, yeah, yeah. is the backwards E a thing with corn? I thought that it was just the R. It, it is. It was actually a, uh, a fun, I believe the name was Cornucopia, spelled like corn. Was the K um, backwards like the on Cornucopia? Is. The K, to my recollection, was not. It was. It's the uh, the same font used in or used to mimic the the album liner notes and follow the leader. Okay, I got you. So yep. when, remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, Jim, when I was telling you that uh, that Gabe was a big fan of those trash new metal bands from the mid 2000s? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was. When I said that, I did not know that he made a corn website in two thousand and two. Okay, now here's a poll from like a long time ago, I guess. Because okay, so when I was a teenager, I was um, my favorite band was Megadeth. Okay, Ooh, and I think I think I think I was like thirteen or fourteen. There was a concert of theirs that I wanted to go to. I didn't wasn't able to go. Right, and I think they had corn as their opener. Would that make sense? Yeah, that would be absolutely. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that would be before they blew up crazy, crazy. Yeah, because have, I was into metal at the time, and I'm like, I've never heard of. Corn. How have we not talked about Megadeth? That's actually where you and I probably cross over. Like, I, I'm into Megadeth. Gabe, can you tell me what this broken script is here? My guess is going to be that it's some sort of either web ring or some sort of like ad click ad that I, what's the domain say there? It says www.fanscape.com. So, oh, web, I, web I, ring I beg, for sure. I, okay. Jim, do you remember web rings? Yeah. I hadn't even, rem I had never thought of them until Gabe brought them up I when we were talking forgot about it this. until you mentioned it. But I don't really, Gabe, can you try to explain to us what? the hell a web ring was supposed to accomplish i know what it yeah did. exactly yeah it was supposed to get you more traffic so basically it was a group of websites so like if we all had megadeth websites we joined a megadeth web ring and it would be jim's yours would be the previous one brad would be the next one and be like oh man i really love this one wow let me jump at this web ring maybe brad's brad's megadeth you know, dot com is is doing cool too. Oh, look at that! It is so cool. Now let me go to Jim Swift, and like you just basically gain traffic and followers that way. It's actually a good idea. I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Are you getting? Too, are you getting like, too messy right now, Gabe? The what? Are you getting too messy right now? I don't know what that is. Something takes a part of what is too messy? 
Tumescent. It's not a tumessa. <laughs> so is that a broken link at the bottom of your page? It is a broken link, as a matter of fact. What is WWW2? I remember that, that being a thing, internet? too. Something's it's got to be like a different internet protocol. I think, yeah, or like a different gateway or something. Is that what a protocol basically is? Like a gateway or like how you access the domain? Gabe, did you ever try to get backstage and meet Jonathan? Absolutely not. I did that in my later years with uh, with more like European death metal bands and stuff like that. But Jonathan, uh, it was just too big. I got a Jonathan. Also, he he commits one of the uh, sins that I don't like, which is uh, he's got Ooh, every every time you click on something, it opens up a new uh, new window, which I hate. Oh, I hate that too. So, did you write this biography on Corn, or did you steal it from somewhere? I probably jacked it from their website. You just parroted everything on the website? Oh, man. Plagiarism was fine back then. So, if I'm not mistaken, this is probably an 800 by 600 background, but it's 2020, so it doesn't scale correctly anymore. And apparently, it's yeah, it's also not um, abiding by the no resize tag that's in there. Because there should definitely be a no resize. None of that should be... uh, should be repeating. It's, did, Jim, it's did you specific. see on the on the on the first page where it begs you to vote for him on the top corn websites? Uh, <laughs> vote for me at Music Top Sites World. Corn oh, cr- Corn Cribs. Yeah. Corn Cribs. What was what was uh what are the cool affiliations you made on Corn Cribs? Zero. I made zero affiliations. Oh, you know who else spells it backwards? What, who's that? Who's that? Jeffrey from Toys R Us. Well, that's true. Ooh, yeah, I love Toys R Us back then too. Coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey has got a long-standing relationship with Jonathan that we may not know all the details about. So I was watching an episode of Monk a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. And uh, it featured the band Corn. Really? Really? The whole band? I don't know. Like, Gabe, so you're so the he was corn stuck- expert on the show. How do you not know this? <laughs> I well, that was a, I was uh, if if you're talking about the era of monk, yeah, I would have been past all this stage and trying to live my own life <laughs> and not obsessing in fandom. Is it what is number? I became seven? an adult. Is what visual? Happens. Look at there's a visual tab. We can, look at there's pictures of of how pretty everyone in the band is. So I didn't write the biography. I did take <laughs> these pictures though from the corn website, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> It looked like they like just escaped a mental asylum in that last that, picture. That's is that Benji? That's the idea, is right? that Benji from freaking um uh why can't I think of their name? Come on, help me out here, Gabe. Benji. Benji? Benji from that band that is terrible. Good Charlotte. That's what I'm is that him or is who's that? Or do you no, know? that's um I'm gonna say they're real young in that one. I'm gonna say that's Fielding and the Beanie right there, isn't it? I I I only occasionally yeah, listen like to corn. Fieldy before the uh, Fieldy before the the basis before the dreads. See, I'm really happy that yeah, I met yeah. you in 2013 because if I knew that you made this site uh, and I was and I was 15, I would not be friends with you. Most likely, I believe it, <laughs> dude. Are you kidding me? Why? Let's, let's go back in time, Dave. The stuff that you made when you were 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, but none of that stuff exists anymore. I I beg to differ. Oh, like what? I might have some stuff thrown. <laughs> I remember there was, uh, I don't know, that's another show. <laughs> you, that would be, first of all, that would be amazing. And I would absolutely look at it because I'm sure it's all terrible. I, I know you would. Yeah. Uh, see here. Oh, you got the tour dates for 2002 written down. Yeah. You absolutely jacked us from the real site and they just parroted it on yours. 100%. 
Honestly, though, this would have worked back in the day. I think this looks better than the website you run right now. <laughs> Dude, it does. Actually, when you look at it and sort of compare them, like I look at this, I'm like, man, I actually like cared. Now I'm just like, I to put it anywhere. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even matter. Categories, categories. I'm, I'm hungry. I need to go get some pizza. So you find you find out that Gabe's got an embarrassing website that he made was when he was 12 or 13. That's one thing. But then Gabe sends embarrassing texts to me sometimes, Jim. And none of them, none of them uh, contain his genitalia. But uh, he sends me a text out of the blue the other day because we've been going back and forth about, you know, podcasts and, and what radio shows do, what they used to do, what works, what doesn't work. And we're just kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. And he says, you know, whenever I hear a podcast or a, or a uh, radio show that is hosted predominantly by a certain gender, and I won't mention, Gabe, that you told me it was women that I just can't handle their voices and it's just shrill and awful to listen to. And I said, Gabe, first of all, you did not, you did not just say that. And he's like, no, I really did. I hate women. And I was like, that's out of line. <laughs> um, but then he, I go just not for nothing, Gabe, but why on earth were you listening to podcasts exclusively hosted by women thinking he's going to tell me, Oh, I was listening to the playboy podcast, or I was listening to like that sex show on Sirius XM. That's just a bunch of women cackling at each other about wieners and stuff and uh vaginal discharge but no he goes i was listening to a podcast about couponing <laughs> what gabe when did you develop an interest in couponing so so first off i don't think the conversation went exactly like that <laughs> i don't i don't recall saying i hate women and and women are, are shrill and, i, re I recall saying this though <laughs> <Plug> <laughs> I do believe I do recall that. Um, no, it's a good way to save money. It is a good way to save money. Why would you not want to save like an extra seventy-five cents on everything, everything that you buy from the grocery store? Totally want to learn coupon. I've always loved coupons. Don't they just they give you the discounts anyways? Like I don't understand no, the whole coupon. You get extra. Who wants to like when I'm standing in line and. It, you don't experience this down there in Arizona, Gabe, but up here they will stand. There are people that are paid to walk around the Wegmanses and the Tops Friendly Market, and their job for the day is to wipe down the carts and to tell you where to stand and how to stand there. I went to uh, I went to the Wegmans in Webster, Jim, and they still have the one lane, the one way lanes and stuff. Like they're the Webster one is hardcore. And then there's just people just walking around telling you exactly where to go and what to do. After you go through in, all that hassle, do you really want to do paperwork at the, ca at the cashier? What do you mean one-way lanes? They won't let you go through the bread aisle t in two directions. At, in Webs at the Webs. Exactly. And it was the Fairport Road Wegmans that told me that I... Dude, every, every grocery store around here has different rules right now. It's crazy. I've never... Oh, because of the new thing, maybe. Okay, I was going to say I've never never seen a one-way lane in a store like that so it's already a pain in the ass to be in the store i can't imagine pulling out and by the way gabe nobody likes that guy you don't want to be that guy do you pay with a paper check when you get in line too <laughs> no i'm a little more advanced than that but i'm well i mean <laughs> so uh, dude I there's mean, a I... <laughs> brad there's a whole subculture of couponing out there I, maybe you're not aware but like people that they spend all their time, their waking time, looking for coupons. And, and when they go to the checkout, they end up spending like 10 bucks yeah. on like a cart full of stuff. But they got to do that all week. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's I don't get it. If you need something, go get it. I still am not an Amazon Prime member. I must have spent probably $2,000. <laughs> excuse me. I think I've spent $2,000 on Amazon this this year. And I just 
I, I'm not, I hate the whole, I, here's what it is. I hate the discount culture. The price but that's is not what, a discount culture. What Amazon, Amazon prime. I mean, you're paying for no shipping and you're paying for a huge selection of, I would, I would buy it just for the, um, the online video, the, the video stuff. That is a valid oh, point. Plus, that is a valid. Plus point. Brad about Amazon prime. If you have any couponing tips, please tweet me at, at real Gabe Anders <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, if you have any coupons, kill yourself, please. So my, my philosophy's always been discounts suck because it just ruins the shopping experience. Things should be the price that they are. And I understand that people don't buy stuff at their actual prices. They like to be tricked into buying things at a discount price. But that's right. that's why I hate it in general. Like I just go there, I want to pay what I what I pay. Well, there's, I mean, you got comp competition too. It fall, sure. That falls into that right, whole yeah, category. I, I believe they teach it in marketing class where JCPenney tried that, where they said, all right, we're not going to do any of the retail BS, but we're just going to price everything the way it is. And they almost went bankrupt or something like that that year. Right. They lot The revenues went down by like 40% in a single year. Yeah, I remember that. So I understand. I just don't, I just don't participate is the best way to, to put it. I don't believe in it, so I don't participate in it. Um, I bought a Sunday paper. You bought a for Sunday paper? Oh. For the coupons. So you bought so what is a Last Sunday week? What is a Sunday paper in Phoenix? Uh the Republic? No, I know what the Gabe, I know what the name of the paper <laughs> is. I was interested in what the price was. Oh, I want to say I think it's up to like like two two fifty or one fifty, maybe. Holy criminy, man. You're almost gonna lose out on your discounts there. <laughs> almost, but if I get enough, see that's why you gotta stick to it, Brad. You gotta be true. You gotta be true to the art form. Jim, if you find any of that embarrassing stuff from the day, I'd love to see it. I'm sure I've got all kinds of terrible stuff that I've made. I know there's two, at least two things that I'm sure that I've had over the years, but I don't know if are it's any been of them are, are, are any of them doom related. No. Oh no, that's that's bad because. But I'm, I I know exactly what they are. I just <laughs> I don't think I have them anymore, which oh, makes me sad. Yeah, that would be amazing if you could find them. So we're running late in the first segment, but. Uh, Gabe, we had uh, some DJs get fired this week. Have you heard about it? I have not. They got fired for you for suggesting the N word on the air. Ooh, and I suggest the N word. <laughs> I have a suggestion for you. You're fired, Jim. N word. <laughs> N word. <laughs> I think I have time to. We have some time to play these clips. Well, I'll, I'll knock them out here. All right. So this is Kimberly and Beck, and they've actually been in trouble around here before. But this one, uh, I'd love to hear Jim kind of talk about this one. We might They're get shot a, jocks, Brad. They, they, we might get a a, a patented Jim Caterley, uh hot take out of this one. So okay. this was on uh, June second. I forget their radio station. I'm gonna have to look it up now. It's 1180. They were on 1180. They got moved to 1180. Dude, so they were, um, dude, they, they were, were not on, on a, FM. Dude, they were not on 1180 when this happened. Are uh, they? Are they really? I'm pretty sure they they recently got. Picked up by 1180. Holy criminal. I, I could be wrong. Gabe. And Le now they're on not employed FM. <laughs> <laughs> F me. That F was a me. hot take. <laughs> um, Gabriel. 11, 1180 is the only AM station that anybody <laughs> listens to around here. All right. So here's uh, Kimberly and Beck. You can hear it. Fourth man also confirmed it. You know, she called him the N-word. That's when they really went after Okay, her. let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were they acting N-wordish? <laughs> There's your question. They were acting thuggerly, like <laughs> I think they're were they thugs. acting inwardly. Yeah. And by the way, you yeah. can't I'll, say yeah. 
bad? What are you doing? No, were they acting that way? No, you, 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 that's the third mic. You mic-ish. can't say that. Hey, I was wondering that who that was. Stop hey. saying thugs. Say. That's part of the problem. You can't no, it's not. Say they're thugs. They're thugs. If you look like a thug and if you act like a thug and you got three on one and beating up a white woman with a two by four, by God, you're a thug. And by the way, there are people in the black community would say they are acting N-wordly. But, but they can say that. You can't <laughs> wow. say that. It's double standard. I was going to say it if that matter. happened. Or she's leaning in, dude. Well, it doesn't matter. Who cares? If she had been a black woman, the N-word wouldn't have been that big a deal. They'd have walked away. But a white woman calling three black you guys the N-word, can't bam, say it. Can't we're say going it. back. But they were acting that way. It, no, they. We heard you, bitch. You don't understand the meaning of, of no, that. No, well, we understand. I understand you don't. the meaning very. I'm telling you, I understand. The third mic the guy just knows his job is just appearing in front of his eyes. By that right now, I'm just no one's right offended. I'm he doesn't want to get fired. Right, exactly. He's trying to save his own ass throughout this. So, before I go on my rant, Jim, I'm sure you you have an opinion on what we just heard because that happened live on the radio. <laughs> She's such an idiot. She Dude. knows what she's doing. Yeah. She, I, we're, I, okay. We're not idiots. <clears throat> you know, you're Kimberly. You're not smarter than all of us. Right. We know the dictionary. We know that there's a word that has nothing to do with the N word. Right. That means something totally different. That's mm-hmm. a legitimate word, but you are the one that's like making them synonymous. Right. And you're suggesting it. You're, you're, you're suggesting it and making it synonymous. And by the way, and the more times you say it, the worse it is. For yeah, you. yeah. And by the way, niggardly does not, is not it was a what's the word i'm looking for when it got confused with the n-word it got conflated that's right right. it got conflated with negro and the way that people said negro in the south and then it became uh derisive are you sure that's what it means yes so that what she's saying in this context at least as far as i understand it is incorrect because if someone were to be acting niggardly, she would not be, that person would not be beating someone with a baseball bat. That is not what that word means, even if she was trying to use it in that N- Niggardly means not generous. What? Yeah, I knew you were, I knew it wasn't that, because I've, I've looked it up a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm going to blame Nathan on that one, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Hold on. I've, there's only one definition for it. Well, not not generous or stingy, same thing. Okay. Yeah. It's still acting inwardly would not mean what she thinks it means in this case, correct? But it's not even the same thing. I mean it's, it's not, not even, even the spelled, same. spelled the same. Right. But I'm saying I'm saying to your point about it being or, or have an origin in that culture, it doesn't. In what culture? And you, you said the word comes from how like they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a stereotype? Like context. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with black people, where it came from. Hmm. A- another a good study, not study, but um, interesting thing would be where the, the N-word actually came from. Sure. Do you know that? I don't know. I don't. I thought I did. Now I guess I'm wrong. No, I mean the other one, the, the, the main N-word. <laughs> <laughs> like where that came from. I don't know. Oh, no. That's what I'm talking about. I thought that it was a conflation of another word that sounded similar and Negro. Like based on nigger. I thought you were talking about niggardly. No, 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 no. I understand. I understand that is, is my understanding that niggardly was conflated with Negro. And then thus the N word was born. That is what the slur came from. Right. The origin of the slur. No. So the the, the N word comes from the actual word Negro. Like you said, Negro, but you know, black. So it just and then, was, and then the N word came from that. Niggardly is is it's an entirely totally different, different word, right? Yeah. Okay, so understand that. Um, 
that that makes sense too. What uh so what is that called when a word degrades in pronunciation and then becomes a new word? Because I you hear about it when you study Shakespeare a lot. It's like some of the words that Shakespeare invented were really just degradations of original words. Anyways, that's the case here. So she continues to dig her own hole here. And the the worst part was, like we were talking about, niggardly doesn't even mean what she thinks it means. Acting like right. an N-word doesn't even make sense in that case because that's not what niggardly means. Right. And I can't believe that third Mike guy, though. <laughs> what a ni- I mean, you you got to agree these guys are thugs. Sure. Beating but, up people like on the road. Like, that's just a stupid thing to jump in and say. Yeah. I, but the 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 thing is though that it, it thug does get used as a euphemism for black people that come we don't on like. oh you're gonna really it does I'm not saying that okay it's a, is there a word that doesn't anymore <laughs> all words lead to the n word no <laughs> that's not a what perfect I'm world what's what I'm saying is though like um it's like I the best comparison I can think of is when anybody that disagrees with me is a terrorist politically. You know, okay, so so, so that you, has to do. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, like, when you hear the rhetoric of so and so is part of a terrorist group or they're a terrorist group, you hear it more internationally in the United States. But when you just, it's oh, a false equivocation is what I'm saying. A false equivocation. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, the, the an example would be, uh, and I'll get you going on this one. When you heard everyone talk about how, um, you know, whenever there was a riot last week, it was because of outsiders. It was never true, but outsiders became a euphemism for not us. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, so over time, words adapt to the way they're being used. Right. Like terrorists right now in this day and age, it's it's mostly like a Middle Eastern guy. But I mean, right. you know, back in the day, it could have been something else. So I, I you are correct because I do believe in the literal meanings of words. However, assholes use thug. And I'm not talking about you. I understand that somebody that beats a woman with a, with a baseball bat or two by four is a thug. That is literally what a thug is. It just sucks when assholes use that word as a euphemism so that they don't go on the air and say N word ish. <laughs> Cause it's just the, in, in that case, it's a false equivocation. It's the same thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So Gabe, what's your hot take on the N word now? The, uh, you gotta know what to say on the air. Yeah, <laughs> you you gotta you gotta know your your audience and just the the times that you're in right now. I mean, like, I could have a hundred opinions and you know uh, about it, good or bad. Like, just think think about if you were to throw something on Twitter and just hashtag it a trending hashtag. Uh, you're gonna be either you're most likely gonna be jumped all over like just on that platform alone. So saying something on the air to where you have a what market were they were they in your guys Rochester yeah. Rochester. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jim, Kimberly and Beck worked for 95.1. So I think we've talked a little bit about the market before when you're talking about like the sports teams and stuff, but yeah. it's like, man, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta know your market. You Rochester, gotta know what you're Rochester's a pretty liberal town too. Comparative to like to rural New York, Rochester's relatively liberal. So it's, it's odd that uh, somebody would go on and, and say something like that. I have another quick clip. Try to say that a few times fast to play. Last week, we talked about how awesome it is when somebody tries to drop a mic and it's an utter failure. So this is an, another absolute failure of a mic drop. So we were talking about Biden and how he wanted to have his mic drop moment when he told us what black, what black people think and why black people, people love him. So here's a guy and here's a guy. Here's a By the j- way, did you guys ever find out how to check Biden's record? Yes. You just Google it. Oh, okay. Uh, he's he's got a he's got a hell of a record. 
So here's a guy in the middle of the Philadelphia protest, and he's he's ready to cut a promo, drop the mic, and everyone's going to agree with him. You ready for this one, Jim? Yeah. Building love, every black man, every Catholic, it's a white every guy. Jew, every Muslim, every person in Philadelphia needs to pray and love. Okay, I'm going to pause it right here. The crowd is with him, Jim. Everyone in Philadelphia needs to pray and love. He's a white guy looking kind of homeless on the street. He's basically doing what we call street preaching in our circles, Gabe. So are you ready for the punchline, Jim? Well, I could barely understand anything he was saying. Yeah, he's screaming. You'll, you'll probably make this out, though. And believe in something greater than yourself. This is not about George Floyd. It's not about George Floyd. Okay, I can maybe be with you still. All right. Maybe. This is about hate. This is about niggers. Niggers come in every color. Niggers come in every race. Yeah. Where is this? Where is this? Dude, that was a, there was a Philadelphia protester. And he's holding court with a bunch of black people, and he just goes, Niggers come in every race! What does that even mean? I don't know, dude. I think he's homeless. <laughs> so, so, and I actually, weirdly enough, I just had this conversation yesterday. <laughs> About how so, niggers come in every race? <laughs> kinda, kinda. So, oh so it was sort of like the conversation. No, no, come on. <laughs> it was like the conversation you guys were just having where it's been so construed and so associated with, with just one race. Right. And I was, I came across some videos on just random, like news videos from like the seventies and eighties mm-hmm. where it's being utilized with other races. So, oh God. so basically from there it was like, Oh, it was like a reminder of, Oh yeah, this, this is commonly right now. We, this is a slur that we're commonly most associated with, but yeah, that actually the uses have been for, for multiple races. I'm not supporting what he's saying and right. screaming right. at a, at a protest, <laughs> at but, a bunch um, of black people. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not again. Know your, know your audience a little uh, bit. I, I love think. that. I just love that. He thought he was, he was really on a roll and then he just drops yeah. the end bomb. I love when people do amazing things like that. We are running out of time. Gabe, you used, you were in on the fad of uh new metal back in the day i don't know um whether or not you're in on the fad of the the fag bands these days but we're going to talk about uh the magic dragons and how they have the top three rock and roll slash alternative rock songs of the last 10 years are you familiar with them jim yeah i'm familiar oh great we get to talk about it next story. Little Lonnie was three, going on 40, an active, precocious child, eager to investigate everything. He was investigating in the bathroom shelves one day when his mother, Evelyn, was in the kitchen on the telephone. Suddenly, Evelyn heard a crash. She dropped the phone, ran toward the sound to the bathroom where she stood in the doorway, frozen in horror. Her small son had climbed up to reach the colorful items on the shelves, had slipped and fallen backward, had hit his head on the bathtub. The back of the boy's head was now split wide open up the middle, 
and was gushing blood. Frantically, Evelyn grabbed the nearest towel, wrapped the child's head in it, and rushed him to the office of their family doctor. The doctor said Lonnie's injury was too serious to be treated there. He must be taken to the hospital immediately. He was. Surgeons at the hospital examined Lonnie's head, cleaned and closed the wound. Would her son be all right, Evelyn begged. The doctors encouraged her to be patient. It was still too early to tell. For the ensuing weeks, Evelyn stayed at Lonnie's side in the hospital, comforting him as best she could. And then the youngster was released with the understanding that he would return frequently for checkups. But all the while, Evelyn was troubled by a secret fear that nothing would ever be the same again, and she was right. After several weeks, Lonnie's doctor spoke privately with Evelyn. As she had suspected, her son's brain was damaged. The damage was permanent. The boy's IQ would surely never reach 50, although his body would develop strong and continue to grow. His mind, the doctor said, would not likely progress beyond that of a normal six-year-old. He would be what the world calls retarded. Well, his mother, Evelyn, buried her face in her hands, unable any longer to choke back the tears. What she had sensed now made sense. She had noted that before the accident, Lonnie had been so energetic, so inquisitive, his eyes always danced with intelligence beyond his years. But then recently the light had seemed to go out of those eyes, and now Evelyn knew why. At age seven, Lonnie began to receive special training. If there were a place for him at all in society, he must be as prepared as possible to accept its challenge, and yet mentally handicapped to perform any greater task, Lonnie would just sit and scribble all day on paper or squeeze his tiny hands through soft modeling clay. Today, Lonnie is 29. He'll be 30 on April 4. His intelligence quotient has been measured at 40. Intellectually, he is forever six. And yet from the agony has emerged an ecstasy. For in the world of art, there stalks a titan, brilliant sculptor of bronze, whose masterworks have been exhibited coast to coast, who sold more than 500 of them, some for up to $45,000 each. His visual recall is so astonishing that he can see a picture once and reproduce it, no matter how complex, reproduce it precisely, without ever seeing the original picture again. You can understand why they call Lonnie the great Alonzo Clemens, a genius. But now you know the rest of the story. Hey, remember the 90s? Do ya? Good times. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Back for the second segment of Broken Link Radio. And uh, I always like to have rejoiner music that is of alternative rock and pop punk slash emo. A little bit of new metal in there. I, it's the style of music that I probably enjoy the most. I find it to be the most listenable. But unfortunately, there's no such thing as an alternative rock station anymore. They don't really play anything other than college crap. 
and uh, Imagine Dragons. So there was a list of the top 10 alternative rock songs of the last 10 years that came out about three weeks ago. And we've just had so much so much going on in the show that we haven't had a chance to get to it. But the top three songs are all held by Imagine Dragons, which should tell you what alternative rock music sounds like on the radio these days. So Top three songs on what list? Top three songs of the last 10 years on alternative radio. Wow. And they are uh, Thunder, Believer, and Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. But I wanted to play Bet My Life first for you jim because that's that's the first song that i heard by them and it was a little bit before they turn into complete garbage so i was going to play you the the that song first i love so you said you're familiar with what the believer song i know believer because it's played on every commercial and uh and stuff like that but the other two i might know if i heard them gabe gabe does live shows and he he was telling me last week that for about a year um, everyone wanted their walkout music to be Believer. Was it no Radioactive? Right, Gabe. Radioactive. Everybody yeah. Everybody wanted for their walkout about two music. Years. <laughs> That's why everybody wanted their walkout music to be Radioactive. By How and every promotional this? highlight video back in thirteen fourteen and okay, every promotional highlight video. Yeah. Right. I remember going to like soccer games and they play that song all uh, the flipping time. They still play it all the time. <gasps> the Wiener Schnitzel also. I can always turn this up for you guys if you need it because it doesn't affect the recording at all. I hate this man, by the way. He looks like Euro Trash, but I guess he's from Vegas. Is that true? That I'm not sure. Is he from Vegas? Is that the These two origin of the Imagine Dragon? These two kids look like they would be uh, in a movie that Jim would watch with his, with his family. Are we sharing screens or something right now? Oh, maybe not. I was like, I don't see anything except your pretty face. Oh, that's all, that. that's all you need, babe. You look like you star in the movies that Jim keeps away from his kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you see everything now? This looks like a movie that I watch. Oh, yeah. isn't that the Hoover Dam? It is. The like Hoover right Dam. away. It's the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they are from Vegas. See, this is uh this to me sounds like that college garbage yeah. that pretends to be alternative music but isn't. He also does the thing where there's a lot of chorus singing, and I'm just really tired of the chorus singing in, in alternative music these days. I have a theory that the reason producers are, are making all these bands have cor like chorus singers and choir singers is because they know that their singer sounds like a faggot and they was, there's no other way to make it sound like he's trying or being bigger. So they, by the time they get to the chorus, they're like, crap, what do we do with this guy's crappy voice? Well, he sounds like he could... Um, he sounds dick like right he now? could sing a... Uh, turn it down, dude. <laughs> Jim's upset. Turn this crap down, Brad. Gosh, can't hear myself freaking thinking. What about that? Is that all right? He sounds like a, a singer from like a folk song or something. Yeah, it's that weird like folksy college crap, and it's yeah, yeah. it's clearly trend chasing back back when it came out in in fourteen. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, about and you that. had that all. I mean, you had that in the early two thousands too. There was a like a. Um, 
Adam, what's his name? Adam Levine. Yes, the Adam Levine type, yeah. um, like clone voice. Yeah, know? everybody wanted to sing like in the him. The '90s, yeah, in the '90s, the Eddie Vedder. Yeah, you never answered my question uh, a couple weeks ago when I asked you about the '90s singers. Which one was your favorite? What at the time? Yeah. I don't. What were the options? It was like Eddie Vedder, Cobain, Lane Staley, all those guys. The only the only guy I really listened to out of those in the '90s was Kurt Cobain. Oh, really? I thought. Yeah, I was an, I was a metal guy in the '90s. Yeah, I liked uh, Alice Chains. I love Lane Staley's voice. Staley was good. Cornell is probably my favorite. This is the thing about Imagine Dragons. It's so boring that it just makes you think about music you actually like. That is true. It, it's very boring. It's not like there's not a... The whole song is just a hook. That's basically right. all this is one hook. And it's just a... It's just a blues progression that never finishes, too. That's it's like literally two chords for most of the Dude, song. Dude, everything's a blues progression to you. <laughs> well, we're going to start this <laughs> we've argument this again. We've already <laughs> had this argument. So, Gabe, I have this conversation with Jim all the time because I, I remind him a lot that about 85% of the hymnal at church is just like G, C, and D. And I'm like, they're just, they're just, that's dumb. not a blues progression. That's just a basic chord progression. Well, yeah, they ripped it off from a blues progression. A blues progression is like a 12, 12 measure. Oh, like you, a, you and this, you get the technicalities. It's a twist on the blues, bro. Oh, sorry. Sorry for uh, being technical. <laughs> so there's, there's Imagine Dragons first boring song that, that instigated me to just think about songs that I really do like. Um, that, was, that was a horrible, dude, you're so right about that. That's just a horrible song. And it's in my head now. It's a song to and sell I, cars to. And I, I swear, yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, good. I swear to God, it's their best song ever. Oh. Yuck. <laughs> so this, this one's Believer and another pretentious video. This one, I actually don't mind. That's because you're gay. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Burnt Looks him. Like he hit, Looks like he hit the tree, Jim. <laughs> He's dead, Jim. <clears throat> hey, it's a corporate. It's a blues corp progression. I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> bluesy. <laughs> bluesy. <laughs> bluesy. 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 So you notice that as soon as it's time to hit the chorus, you'll hear that choir kick in again because they know that he's got a pussy voice. Is that um? Is that the guy from Rocky Four, Jim? That's pretending to be the old version of him, <laughs> Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago, yeah. But what's his name? Dolph Looks Lundgren. Like him, Dolph, dude. Dolph Lundgren. That's Dolph what I'm Lundgren. <clears throat> also, is there anything worse than uh, white guys doing the uh, rapper hand motions when they sing their songs? No. Oh, that's awful. Reminds me of Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Minus the parachute pants. Yeah. And what is what is that dance? I was just gonna say that. That's like what I <laughs> when I dance. I think I can't this and this kid is like a low rent Macaulay Culkin. Yep. And he's got the uh, they all they all have the Hitler hair the Hitler youth haircut. Yes, they do. That's a good point. Do you see my brother has a Hitler youth haircut right now? Which one? My uh, my middle brother. His, his wife gave it to him. What do you mean your middle brother? Well, there's the littlest brother, and then the brother that I grew up with, and then me. Oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. I guess he is in the middle, what, isn't he? <laughs> what scene in Tron did they... Were they boxing in? 
This it looks like one of those cookies, dude. Remember the cookies that you, you, it was almost like a cake inside of it? And it had like the yellow, the red, and the green or something? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't Ooh, remember yeah. the name of them. They're horrible. Also, I'm, also, I don't think that there's ever really a good reason to take your shirt off in a music video. We're listening to music. So what is your Neither shirt? Neither did that guy. What does your shirt need to be off? There you go. He's doing uh, Roman Reigns Super Punch, Superman Punch. They timed that really well with the music. He's going to get disqualified right now. The guy's on his back and he's just punching him. He's doing a ground and pound in a boxing match. See, he's just doing that rapping thing and it's like not (laughs) cool at all, dude. He's sitting in a men in black chair. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. Dude, they... Watch, I can shapeshift into a little kid. (laughs) (laughs) Babality. Babality. They had the song in the Nintendo Switch commercial when it came out. I want to stop. And a Kia commercial. Babyality. We can't. Again, again, this is a boring song. It's just I'm not even sure who who's fighting. What a jerk he was. The guy was like, hey guys, let's just call it a he's like, nope. Let's just call it a truce. <laughs> yeah. See he's let's be, be friends. He's he's fighting his younger self. That's what he's doing. I must break you. <laughs> <laughs> If he dies, he dies. He dies. They're recycling that clip now. Yeah. I've been... I hate when people do that. I've been noticing that a lot more whenever I watch uh, YouTube stuff. Is like I notice when people use the exact same clip in their edit. It's like, hey, you're just reusing the same footage now. I okay. absolutely hate that so much. Okay, so that I find that song to be a, almost as boring as the first one, but definitely a little more annoying. But what makes it better is they found a, they found a way to make a song that is even more boring and exponentially more annoying. Well, okay, so my opinion is it's not as annoying as the first song. Really? Um, there's more musically going on with it. True. But the video is freaking horrible. So, And the song is way, way, way overused in pop culture. Wait to... And in media. Wait till you hear what is going on in this song musically, Jim. Oh, also, this, this music video is going to be even better because it's done by a really artsy-fartsy art student. Artsy, fartsy, art studio. So it's all in black so and like white. Like a known director? It's, or? It's, no, just some... See, it's a film by Joseph Kahn. It's not Ooh. even a music It's a film. Oh, he's a German. Dude, if you if you call if you call your music video a but film... Speaking of Dude, men in black... My, all my heritage is like uh, access powers. I'm German and Italian. <laughs> he's doing the rapping thing again. This is Imagine Dragons. I thought this was like a pop song with like an dude, like the, the Grande Girl or yeah. And just in case you're wondering, this is like a Rihanna song. Yeah, just in case you're wondering, we're 50 seconds into the song and it's really never going to be any different than this, Jim. This is like background. This is like atmospheric. <laughs> it's also the same two chords. It's just the four and the one chord oh, over and over this again. Is the worst. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be possible to top the the first song. The the verse is that's another one of the songs where the verse is the same as the chorus, so it's just the four and the one chord over and over again. Uh. I like the song a lot better when it was Paper Planes. Ooh, that was good. Play some MIA, Brad. Oh, I like that song. That used to be my outro song. 
We should bring it back. We should play the whole album while we're talking. Yeah, there we go. About an hour long. <laughs> Every week. Yeah, so you didn't even know this was an Imagine Dragon song, so it sounds like all the other crap on the pop station. They play this on the alternative rock stations. This sounds like a commercial. It literally <laughs> sounds like a commercial. I'm waiting for the, the voiceover. It sounds like a commercial, and it looks like a Cadillac commercial, except for the, yes. the aliens. What it's, what's great is that you mentioned MIA, because if this was in, like, super ridiculous color instead of black and white, this would be an MIA video. Yeah, if the exposure was turned all the way up. Yeah. That was their look. The aliens have shoulder pads like in the 80s. <clears throat> I like how there's a floating lamb or something. Like, art students are the worst people alive. <laughs> They're the worst people alive. They think everything they do is important and expressive. And it's like, no, you're just an asshole. Nobody gives a crap. The only good art, the good artists are the ones who are artists without going to school for it. And on heroin. Absolutely. You need to be on heroin. For all you aspiring artists out there. Do you get it? There's there's colored fireworks at the end, and they're going to match the color of the album. This whole video has been in black and white, but during the climax is when the color come out comes out. Color splash. Yeah. But there's still... my color comes out still during the climax. muted. <clears throat> Any retard could write the song, by the way. Any Anyone. The most boring. What's with like the three lines of color? I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know what their deal is. I all I know is that it's the worst. It's the worst crap ever. Hey, I just want you to for a minute yeah. imagine dragons. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that they caught on because of uh, blown because of Game of Thrones? Like dragons became a thing for a little while, and people just defaulted to listening to yeah. boring music and Could watching. <laughs> like, oh, let's get high and watch Game of Thrones with Imagine Dragons on. That would be trippy, bro. I think uh, I think what happened is Foster the uh, was it Foster the People is that what that band's name about the school shooting they killed every they killed music oh yeah they killed popular music yeah now everyone pumped, just sounds pumped like up them. kicks see I didn't even know that was a thing yeah. my youngest brother uh, had to tell me about that he's like oh yeah he so and so was playing the school shooting song and I go what the hell is a school sh- shooting song <clears throat> and then I guess yeah there's a uh, that pumped up kick song is what everyone plays before they go shoot up a school I guess. That'll get you if if you like YouTube it, it'll get you put on a watch list. Oh wow, that I didn't know. <laughs> I just made that up, Gabe. All right. So That's why I didn't know it. The other thing that I was doing with my youngest brother was uh we were looking for some cool clickbait. So you should have a document uh on your end, Jim, for for clickbait. I have the document. And one of the things that I noticed was that if you just read aloud the clickbait Oh, that's loud. Uh the clickbait that you come across, it just turns into like a comedian doing non sequitur jokes and one liners. So um, there's we're gonna we're gonna run through a couple examples of clickbaits and the like the form of a clickbait headline, and then you tell me which ones we come across. It's all right. So you'll come across one that says blank reasons why, and then fill in the blank after that, or blank things you, then fill in the blank after that. Then there's always the, the the classic one where you put in someone's famous name, even though your story has nothing to do with it. It's like, Kim Kardashian uh, doesn't want you to find out this. And then you're supposed to click on the stupid. Right. Uh, <clears throat> or there's this one, which is, this is what, fill in the blank. 
or my, this, my theory is like mostly mostly like people over the age of 55 get hit with these i hurt. one time i one time was told i said why on earth would you click on that and they said well it popped up i had to i was like no that's exactly why you don't click on it oh, these people are driving cars <laughs> <laughs> some of these people are control are in control of our economy because they're in that generation uh right the last blank you'll ever need you won't believe fill in the blank Here's why you should blank. And then right now live. All right. So I'm going to get my list out and this will be, this is one of those things that we can uh, isolate for later on. We could, we could make our own clickbait to uh, advertise a show online, Jim. Ooh. All right. You, you start us off. 31 things that will make you say, OMG. The one and a half million dollar Kickstarter. That's challenging Apple and Samsung. Cabin crew takes secret pictures. You won't believe the results. New York's queen of real estate reveals a brilliant tip to pay off your mortgage. 15 reasons why you should never support horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> what did I almost say? <laughs> horse racing. <sighs> what is your home worth? That's it. That's the, that, that's the that supposedly. Yeah, that was a legit click clickbait. I found. Life insurance companies hate this trick. <laughs> and I love those stories. You click on them and there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing to it. So even the one that I read, the queen of real estate reveals a brilliant tip to pay off your mortgage. If you click on the story, it's like save up money, pay your bill every month. It's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Snoring and sleep apnea can be fatal. How is Monsanto linked to Zika? <laughs> Zika, the Zika virus. Is Zika? Yeah. The Zika virus. Cow is so cow is so terrified of slaughter that she starts to cry. <laughs> I would click on that. I would click on that. I love that for all of these. If you were to just put in the word like hooker or something, like it still all makes sense. <laughs> am I, am so I the only slaughter? She began to cry. <laughs> am I the only one who's like I get hungry when I when people talk about slaughterhouses and they show those videos? Of like animals being slaughtered and it makes me hungry. Yeah, I not I, right away. I love but I do too. I love meat, but I don't like the, the slaughtering process is is, is tough. It is, right, so it is your turn. Ever look yourself up? This new site is addicting. <laughs> why most real estate ugh, why most real estate agents never get rich? So what would you what would you you substitute real estate agents for hookers, according to your bit, cool. Gabe? Why most hookers never get rich. <laughs> this credit card will change how you use telephones forever. I don't even understand that one. I was going to ask you. Nobody's using this telephones. Any- <laughs> <laughs> Can you solve this ancient riddle? 90% of people gave the wrong answer. Oh, that's a big one. Is do you, the, do like you, the puzzles? Yeah. Do you click on those? Or is that one of no. your jams? I don't click on any. Well, I can't say I don't click on any of them. <laughs> Well, you said you would click on so the- far. We haven't, we have, well, I, I don't, I don't know if I would, but so far we haven't hit the ones that I would click on. Okay. Um, where am I? This company is revolutionizing how people bl- buy eyes. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That one's pretty crazy. This company is revolutionary, rev- revolutioning how people, bl- I did. It, it's done. I'm gone. <laughs> do, do pineapples it. make great iPhone cases? Question mark. <laughs> You'd be the judge of that. <laughs> FDA warns, don't eat gold or silver. 
uh, the outrageous truth behind green gummy bears that will destroy your world. <laughs> my whole world is it's, framed it's around shattered. Gummy bears. Shattered. My whole world is shattered now. Rachel Ray eats a hundred foot long sub for charity. <laughs> Rachel Ray eats a hundred foot long hooker for charity. <laughs> hooker eats a hundred. <laughs> hooker eats Rachel Ray for charity. <laughs> When you find out what these kids are jumping into, your jaw will drop. <laughs> so th- they're, they're the worst. It's when you say them aloud, they just make no sense whatsoever. So there's a the ones that challenge your. I guess the ones that challenge you personally, like, uh, can you answer this question? Everyone else gets it wrong. I, I was reading something about how when you when you directly challenge someone's um, intelligence, they're more likely to click on it, which seems weird. It's like. So oh, I get that. They're like, oh, that makes sense to me. Only smart people can answer this quiz that has 14 ads in it. <clears throat> that like, makes perfect sense. But I don't know if you're that smart if you click on that ad. That's the wow. that's the irony there. There's different kinds of smarts, right? I love when you come across them. It's like I took an IQ test on Facebook and I have an IQ of 180, and you're like, well, <laughs> no way, no, it doesn't. No, you don't. Or that's like that's like when your girlfriend comes home and she's like, I just came back from Victoria's Secret. She says I'm a 34C, and you're like, no, you're not. They're selling you a new bra. Right, and how much stuff did you come home with? <laughs> well, you're you have an amazing you have an amazing bust. Your bust is perfect for this bra. You look great. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they and they said that I've been wearing the wrong size pants the whole time. I'm actually a size zero. No, you're not. That's. But how much money did you spend? Oh, four hundred eighty dollars. I saved so much money. Did you? Dude, the guy that invented a size zero, that zero as a size, is like a genius. <laughs> He's a genius. So uh, we've got Gabe versus the world and uh, coming up next. But Jim, I figured out how to do this, so I'm not squirming whatsoever. Even though you tried to, Ooh. even though you tried to uh, set me up on, on this one, that's uh, that's next. yourself a favor. Take both hands off the wheel and touch the stereo. Do you feel the power? Ah, yes, friend. There's a lot of evil in the world, but there is also light. And I have been sent to shine a light on all degenerates, philanderers, liberals, and other evildoers, and expose them for what they really are. Don't waste your money on unnecessary and corrupting material possessions. Give it to me. There's only one thing that will save you. A highly fortified structure in the shape of the most powerful thing on the planet. Me. Degenerates will ruin this great city. In my wonderful book, I tell of the impending disaster about to befall this planet. Nuclear holocaust, plagues of flying rodents, the seas rising up and turning yellow. It is coming. It is written by me. But you can save yourself. Contribute to the Pastor Richard Salvation Statue Fund. Pick up your telephone. Call now. 1-866-9-SAVE-ME. Feathered hair. Pentagram necklace. Something missing? Complete the look. Complete the look with a pair of crotch-hugging, slightly too short, acid-wash, skin-tight jeans at Vice City's one-stop shop for the rebel who sets his own style. Wow, you look like a Satanist. Complete the look. 
They've been Romero's bitch since 1993. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Caesars is uh, you can buy Little Caesars pizza kits now to make pizza at home. Yeah. Whoa. It's called the Little Caesars Go <laughs> Yourself Kit. Pretty much. <laughs> we don't want to make it for you, so you can. I gotta tell. I gotta tell you and Jim a story about uh, about our family tragedy. Oh. No, it's a, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not the other. No, there was just this one time where it, it was related to the story we just told you. My middle brother, he uh, he's done with his podcast. You mean finished? No more. Yeah, and was uh, it the YouTube? It was on YouTube, right? Yeah. What's funny is, like three weeks into it, he was all excited. He was asking me questions. I was helping him out with stuff. And when he did his last one this week, he he texted me. He's like, he's like, dude, don't even bother watching this week. It's gonna suck. He's like, I don't even care. He's like, I'm so done with it right now. <laughs> And then uh, he was he was over and he was talking about. I was like, oh yeah, you got the last uh, the last show done last night. He's like, he goes, yeah. He's like, dude, every Friday, that's all I would work on. I go, yeah, I know, that's how it goes. <laughs> that's that's how that works. It was just so funny to me how done he was with it uh, this right. last week. He's so when happy. Did he do it on Fridays. Yeah, he did it on Friday Friday nights from seven to nine ish or so. Oh, so unless, how many um, unless, shows? Unless, Unless I'm sorry to cut you off, but unless somebody had uh, any more questions about freaking First Samuel, I've heard so much about First Samuel in the last six weeks. I'm ready to kill myself. How many shows do they do? What? How many do they do? Uh, they started like a couple weeks after the lockdown, so maybe eight. Okay, maybe eight or eight or nine or somewhere between seven and nine. But how many listeners do they get, or how many? Eh, they, they they hover around thirty ish. 30-ish until the question, yeah. the question time, yeah. and then it drops to like 15. <laughs> as soon as he starts. Well, hey, that's, that's more than we get. I told him. No, it's not. I told him. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I told him like uh, because of the medium they were on that just, just preaching at them for 25 minutes wasn't going to work out very well. And it was funny because you could see on the live chat as soon as he would just like, all right, guys, we're going to open up the second Kings. And it would go from like 36 viewers to 19 immediately. <laughs> just like, all right. <laughs> I told I was telling him it's got to be kind of like an interactive thing if you're going to be on that medium with a live chat, you know. Um, he didn't agree, but he was exhausted with it every Friday. It was hilarious. So, yeah. um, Gabe, what I was going to tell you is, uh, it's it's customary when you're when you're in a church environment that uh, when there's someone in need or if there's someone sick or, or there's a family tragedy like uh, someone passed away members of the church will, will step up and they'll make meals for you and they'll drop them off. <laughs> That's nice of them. You don't have to lean away from the mic when you laugh. Well, I, hate, I, know, I, like, I already I, have two people that laugh underneath their breath on the show all the time. Let's say I put my head under a pillow to laugh and Brad was yelling <laughs> at me for that. Um, so it's customary. And that was off the air. There's, there's usually, there's usually, um, I usually, I put I put your head in a pillow for other reasons. There's usually, uh, <laughs> 
it's customary for there to be like a sign-up sheet. It was like, oh, so-and-so's grandpa passed away. So sign up here and, and you'll do their dinner for them on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So okay. one of the women from the church decided that she was going to do a dinner for my mom's family because there was there was a loss in the family. And much like you were telling me about Little Caesars where they sell you the pizza kit and then they tell you to F yourself and make it yourself. She dropped off a chicken parm where the chicken was cooked and that was it. Everything else you had to do yourself. I was like, Some I don't, assembly required. Yeah, I was like, I don't think this is how church meals are supposed to work. It's like, here, you do it. What's the thought that counts? Yeah. Materials. I think that's the problem, though, Jim. It's like the, there was not a whole lot of thought in that one. And everyone and everyone goes, oh, well, she was going through some things, too. And you're like, well, then don't do it. Don't do it. Why did you bring you brought a meal that I had? I had to cook the pasta for my mom on the meal. So what? It was the, the chicken breast was like, um raw it wasn't cooked no they cooked the chicken breast and dropped everything else off including the pasta Uh, it was like there you go they said you mix it up together yourself yeah he do the marinara do the marinara yourself do the cook the pasta yourself i was like this is really not in the spirit of things i don't think i don't know it's it's tough one because like it's uh are you gonna really defend this is this your hot take (laughs) (laughs) i would die in this hill jim caterly I, it looks like it sounds like you're looking for a challenge to what you said. So I'm providing one. Oh, okay. I gotcha. If, if not, that's fine. Let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I just, I just thought it was, I just was a little, t- I've never experienced that before. I've never had someone volunteer a meal and drop it off with it. Not done. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Well, it was mostly done, right? Shh. I mean, the chicken was done and cooked and stuff. You just had to boil the pasta. Boil the pasta. Basically, had the done. sauce. Yeah, it was a se- no. I had to do the sauce myself. Well, it was jarred sauce. Right? Yeah, they, yeah, they dropped off the, the they dropped off the jars jars of sauce. Correct. Okay. Um, Dude, I have a feel free man. That's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna play Gabriel's the world, and we have a guest, and the guest is David. David, how are you today? David, I am pretty good. David. So. I've decided that Gabe is absolutely terrible at his own game, Jim. So okay. you so are terrible. you are allowed to help Gabe try to finally win one of these damn things today. You and Gabe yes. are on a team, and you must agree on your answer together, and you can challenge one man. So one man. Uh, we'll uh, and you know High what? Five, Jim. <laughs> there's also we tag each other in. <laughs> Ooh, what an idea! You guys are like axe and smash demolition. <laughs> Uh, the axe and the smasher. You know My what I'm sticking out right now. You, you know what I love? I love how much Jim hates this intro. In a world, in a city where anything can happen, in a town driven by competition that's powered by violence, all that stands between a city and a disaster is a man, a, a reluctant soldier, an ex-con, the perfect enemy. They found him near a plane crash. Now. They're about to collide one bullet at a time. They can't change course, but he doesn't have a choice. His loyalty is to a child fighting for everything he holds dear. For freedom, for family, for keeps. The passion is real. It's Gabe versus the world. We're going to ask five questions. Uh, Gabe and Jim are going to be a team so that Gabe gets the help he needs to successfully win his own game. David will be answering. The way the game works is that I will be selecting, much like Family Feud, these questions. 
They are answered in survey form. The person who scores the most points at the end of the game will be declared the winner. And Gabe is defending his honor Neither. against all comers. Uh, so so is, when you say it's his game, he made up this game? <clears throat> I might have assigned him to it, but that's besides, okay. that's besides the point. He hasn't won one yet? I thought he has. <laughs> he might have won one, I think. He's lost two. You gave him three bonus points in that one, if I remember. That's right. correct. That is correct. I did help Not him. To... He's getting all the help that he needs. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's our little special project. So is it Gabe against um, David? It's Gabe against David. You are on Gabe's team trying to help him come right. up with answers that make any sense. All right. Okay. Against David's world. <laughs> Bobby's world. Okay. Ooh, I love that. Bobby's show. world was a good show. Brad, I just sent you pictures on Facebook. Of Bobby's world? No. <laughs> focus. This is the problem. You're not this, focusing see, on the game. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. He never focuses on the damn game. Uh, now, I, and I love how he's sending photos to me on Facebook. Well, what the hell is this? Gabe, we're supposed to be playing a game. Yes, Gabe versus the world. We're taking on David. Jimmy, you're my teammate. I was looking at my Groupon and I saw these pictures of cats. You I think sent they're me yelling. Groupons. <laughs> it's always time for a cat picture. <sighs> I think they're yelling. Jimmy. All right. First, and the little boys yelling. Oh too. my God, Gabe, can you play the game? <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, first question Name a woman you'll never see on the cover of Playboy. Don't answer yet, Jim and or Gabe. Betty White. Okay, Betty White is not on the list. Gabe, go ahead. Amelia Earhart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's zero points for everyone. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, is this like a family feud one this week, or what? what's the game? It's always the fa- Gabe, do you... <laughs> it's, always, it's always a family feud one, yes. Gotcha, okay. Jim, we got this. High five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David. High five, Gabe. Gabe, this one's going to you now. All right, we asked a hundred single women name something you do you would do on New Year's Eve when you don't have a date. Jim, tag in. Open you at this one. <laughs> oh, tag back out. Okay. Um, what was the question again? Do on a oh New Year's God. Eve when they're single with nothing to do, right? We asked 100 single women, name something you do on New Year's Eve when you don't have a date. Eat ice cream. Strong answer. It's not a bad answer, but it's also not on the list. So you still have zero points. David, your turn. not really women. Oh, I get to steal. Okay. There's no stealing. You're just trying to accumulate the most amount of points. I like to call it stealing. All right. But uh, get drunk. Get drunk is worth 17 points. Gabe, you're, or Dave, you're in the lead. You're defeating... Two of the bro- the two of the smartest guys on the show right now. You hear that, Jim? We almost had the lead, but Brad realized what he said. <laughs> <laughs> my strategy now is to sabotage you, Gabe. Ooh, that's usually my strategy. Wait, no. <laughs> David, we that's asked 100 good. women, what would you do if two men were fighting over you? Oh, um, I'm not sure. You have to come up with an answer. Uh, look at them. I would imagine you'd look at them. Okay. That is worth one point. Yeah. All right. Well, every point counts. Jim who, Jim and or Gabe, whoever wants to tag in for this one, we asked 100 women, what would you do if two men were fighting over you? I would, just take, I would just take the opposite and say uh, step in and stop it. 
believe try to stop them is worth 21 points. Boom. So actually right now, Gabe and Jim, you guys are in the lead by a slim margin of three points. David, I smell your tears. (laughs) (laughs) David, name an occasion that just wouldn't be the same without hot dogs. July 4th. That's a good answer, and it's worth 31 points, but not the number one answer. Jim, huddle up. <laughs> a corporate office party. Is that, is that what you guys are going with? No, 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 no. All right. An event Memorial Day. How, David, already, like an... David already took holiday, so. Oh. Baseball game. There you go. Is that your answer? That's our answer. Gabe, very good. That is worth 37 points. Boom. So you guys are in the lead by you still anyone's game on the final question here. That was a nice. That was I a know. nice. We're all going right to there. Fenway now. <laughs> Gabe, when are you coming up here to uh, have some garbage plates and actual pizza with Jim and I? Uh, when the world's free of disease and war and civil disrest. We're hitting. Oh, it is unrest. free of disease. It's we're, all. We're hitting. Boy. We're hitting phase three this week. We're gonna be. We're gonna be opening up. Wait, are we on phase three so or phase okay. four, Jim? We're on phase phase six in my book. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going in phase three. All right. So I wish we were there. I think that if I were to try to visit you, they might not let me because I'm pretty sure we're going back to phase one this week in Arizona. Are you being serious? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah, we're regressing. So what's the next question? All right. (laughs) We're all dying out here. Keep in mind, you're not allowed to use the N-word. Name... Gabe, give me an expression with the word monkey in it. <laughs> well, Jim, we can't use the word Nancy Pelosa, apparently. So a phrase. Is that a monkey see, monkey it's, do? A, it's an expression with the word monkey in it. <clears throat> monkey see. Monkey do. Is that what you guys are going with? Indeed. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> that is the number two answer. I don't, I don't think. Oh, actually, the only time anyone's hit a number one answer is with the baseball game in last round. So the number one answer is still up there, David. Tell me an expression with the word monkey in it. Expression? Mm-hmm. A commonly used phrase often referred to as expression. Um, Not the kind of expressions that art students use. Okay. <laughs> so expressive. Did they like say the Imagine Dragons video. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Monkey bars. I don't think that's an expression, but I'll go with it. Monkey I, bars. I always say that. I always say monkey bars. Monkey monkey bars in Lisa's liquor bars. barn. Lisa's liquor barn. <laughs> monkey bars is not on the list, which means that Gabe and with the help of Jim, Gabe has defended his honor. He's now what uh, two and two. He's got two losses. And two batting five hundred or not batting five hundred. Yeah. Well, you're hitting for 500. You've got a 500. Yeah. Did you play the uh, Karate Kid music? Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame career right there, batting 500. <laughs> the Karate Kid music. I am the man who will fight for you. You know what's for? I just ref, like I. That reference to me just screams bad 80s stuff, cheesy 80s song. I don't really associate it with uh, the Karate Kid for some reason. Oh, really? What was the best around song? Wasn't was that Karate Kid or is that a different one? The what song? The best. Around. That is that is the is that... that is the Karate Kid theme song. Jose Esposito, you're the best oh. around. 
Love that song. Which which one of the two it's, is it's the best Joe. from from Crowded Kid, Jim? It's Joe Esposito. I sing that to the lady all the time. The lady. Yeah, I think I'm joking, song. but I sing this about it. about daily to my lady. Jim, you said you've never heard this song. What part you'll of the Jim? You'll know it in about three, two. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Dude, how about Gabe hitting the post over here <laughs> with the delay on the on the zoom, dude? That's incre- that's incredible, Gabe. I know the song. I'm telling you, I sing it. This is how I serenaded the lady to uh, put her under my spell by singing this every day. <laughs> Jim, we've defeated the world. What are we gonna do now? Rebuild. <laughs> it's like eighteen sixties United States. Exactly. Hold on, that's not right. This one's it's this like this song minutes. is like eleven minutes long. <laughs> that can't be it. Kenny G. It's some Kenny, Kenny G's karate, karate. Jim, is the name of the song Glory of Love? <laughs> no, you accidentally typed in Gloria Esta Love. <laughs> that's it. Oh, this is it right here? Peter Stara. Oh yeah. Oh, this is awful. Well, the hook comes at the chorus, obviously. That's right. the... This is the original soundtrack of Crowded Kids. Is it kids? Yeah, the kids. What did I say? Crowded kids? Kids, kids running around over there. All the Crowded Kids. <laughs> Bunch of hooligans <laughs> running around kicking things or hitting things with sticks. Can't Mr. Miyagi. So uh, that one old guy running around with them. This movie introduced me to bonsai trees. I think Dude, it introduced most people bon- to bonsai trees. Bonsai trees are are where it's at. I'm looking for one for my office right now. That would be Here's sick, that. dude. If you if if you if you get a bonsai tree, I'm coming over to check it out. What's with the like? Pr- what's with the pruning? Like, why is why, yeah. why are bonsai trees considered like so delicate? They look so fun to clip. And <laughs> if you get a bonsai tree, I'll go and eat pizza with you guys, dude. This- Do you realize how many different species of bonsai trees there are? I have no idea. I thought there was just the one in Karate Kid. They all come in different like. Like miniature versions of real trees, like juniper. All these different there's, trees. There's one with the name Pat or the word tiger in there, isn't there somewhere? Dragon. I, I don't think I've heard this song. What? I probably haven't. Since Did I you have. ever watch the original Karate Kids? Yeah, I watched the first three. Dude, stop saying kids. Three. The Karate <laughs> Kids. No, no, the kids, they're the Karate Kids as they're, in a series of movies. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. douchebag. I'll allow, I'll allow that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm no, talking see, that's about. That's why I, I love the Karate there's, Kids. There's, there's, like there's kids. three, and by the way, there is more than one Karate Kid because with yeah. the new Karate Kid, there was a new damn kid. Oh, uh, yeah, the third one. And there's new kids in the stupid TV series that's on YouTube. The third Karate Kid. I'm going to defend, I'm going to defend Karate Kids now. That's not Karate That's <laughs> There's the karate, karate Kids. kids. And they're on uh, my lawn. Okay, well, the third one had the had the one new kid <laughs> who was training to fight the old one who who turned bad. I think. I think yeah. that's the why. The kid. There's the always we don't one. die. We multiply. <laughs> there's always <laughs> there's always a heel turn. There's always yeah. a heel turn and a face turn in a karate kid the, movie. The the original karate kid turned heel in the third one, and then they train a new one. <laughs> Yeah, see, they should have like met up, met the gremlins at one point. The karate kids oh, meet the yeah. gremlins. Dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, Camacho just just kicking the crap out of a bunch of those freaking gremlins? Gizmo, <laughs> <laughs> with the little ones, yeah. And then RoboCop comes in. 
Oh, you know, they just start dancing. So, so I tried to sit down with this kid, Jim, you'll appreciate this. I tried to sit down and make this kid watch uh, RoboCop and it came from Amazon prime cost me three 99. I started the movie. He, he ran upstairs and took a shower. No, it's not a false no, story. No, that, that's definitely a false story. Why is that a false story? <laughs> well, because we had just gotten done watching a movie, and you didn't tell me that you were going to watch RoboCop that It's called night. a double feature. Well, yeah, but I, <laughs> I, was the there for the, I was just there for the single feature. <laughs> I don't think that phrase has been used since 1955. Well, well, they're bringing back. Those, you- they're bringing in. They're bringing back drive drive in movie theaters for the Corona. Yeah. Nice save, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fag. I'm late on my faggot. Oh, it, oh man. Faggot. Oh. Faggot. Faggot. Gay. That one's loud. So thank you, David, for coming in and playing Gabe versus the world. Somehow, Gabe and Jim were able to. Uh, so, Gabe, the next time we do this, are you going to be able to defend your honor by yourself? Or are you going gonna to need to tag team with Jim from now on? Absolutely not. Whereas the team effort. Yeah, I want to say that <laughs> Jim put in 50%. I put in 50%. And this is the way it's going to be. Playoffs. 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 Talking about playoffs. 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 All right. So we've got your news and nonsense coming up. That's uh, that's the last segment of the show. We'll be done with this. No matter what happens today, no matter where I'm going or how safe or how... uh, how hard I try, I'm going to be pulled over today. And what I'm telling you is that after Sandy I ball. got in the car at that shell station on the way home, and and about three minutes later, when I realized that I had to use the restroom very, very badly, probably because of the Slim Jim Tabasco flavor and the liter of Coke with the extra gas, I got that premonition, that, that oogly feeling, that pit in your stomach that says, there's somebody that's going to pull you over. And then... Um, that's weird. I know. So I'm driving along, and, and and to qualify what I'm about to say here, the area that I live, that the armpit between Rio Rico, Arizona, and Nogales, Arizona, I'm not exaggerating. The speed limit is 75 miles an hour just about everywhere. Yeah. If you're on the highway, the speed limit is 75. Okay? Period. Not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what I'm used to. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in a, I was in a, um, it's, it wasn't exactly a high, it is a technically a highway, but it's a two lane highway. There's one way and then the other way. So it's not a Is major... it one of those roads? I'm sorry. Is it one of those roads out in the desert that you see in movies? There's just, there's mountains on every side and it is desert ex- and just Jim, a road. Jim, I'm thank you. Uh, you painted the picture quite well. That is exactly the kind of road that we're talking about. I always wanted to be on one of those roads, like at night. Can I tell nobody you? Nobody else is um, out can there. Can I tell you? In all honesty, there is not very many things that are as scary as being on yeah. one of those roads. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Because all I can ever think about on on these roads is if I break down, there is Road nowhere ad. to go, and it'll take hours for somebody to find me. <laughs> Seriously, what do you what do you do? That must happen all the time, too. You go into Survivor Man mode. That's what you do. You turn your car <laughs> into a living space, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you salvage it for parts. And you sell it to the Discovery Channel for the next reality show. Okay. So I got the premonition after I get in the shell station. I don't know why or what. I, but then I start talking to myself. Well, if you get pulled over, it's not a big deal. You got everything straightened out. I'm driving uh, about 
Now, in my mind, because the speed limit is usually 75, 80 miles an hour, like that's what I'm usually mm-hmm. driving. Wow, that's a terrible use of the word like right there. I apologize. Um, I'm, I believed that, or it was at least my impression that I was cruising at about 75 miles an hour. I, there's a few residential spots where, for some reason, the speed limit goes all the way down to 20. We're talking 65 or 75 all the way down to 25 miles an hour for like for about two miles. What? And then you get out of that 25 mile an hour area. And the, the number one thing getting on your mind is please let me get back to cruising at a reasonable rate. Yeah. So I'm driving along and uh, I am going one way towards home and a, a deputy sheriff, <laughs> a deputy sheriff is going the opposite way. And I, th- I thought to myself, well, look down on the speed limit or look down on the speedometer. I see that I'm going 70 miles an hour. I go, okay, great. Actually, I need to speed up. I'm actually not going fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) And then I start to feel the pressure real bad about when, about the urgency to use the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) And now I've actually conceded the fact that not only am I not going to make it home in time for the restroom, but I'm actually going to have to stop about 10 miles short of my house and stop at work to use the restroom at work before I oh. get, before I go home to get ready to go back to work. So I cruise for another three miles, and all of a sudden, and I knew I was in for some stuff because I see that same sheriff uh, SUV not just behind me, but accelerating like you see a starship accelerate in those pursuit scenes in, in uh, Stargate or Star Trek. <laughs> like I, I look in the rearview mirror and that it's just getting the, the image of the car is getting bigger and bigger, bigger, very rapidly. And I think to myself, this guy is going uh, to pull me over. Turn what, on the hyperspace. Did he, what is he possibly going to pull me over for? Because that's funny. That picture that you, you painted though, about the cop coming up because you see that in movies and, and I've actually seen that before too. And it's like, it's like out of nowhere almost. Yeah, it, like seemed, it seemed as if when I when I that he wasn't there, and then all of a sudden I checked my rearview mirror, and he is just like right there. Like you're the most, <laughs> like you you just like killed a whole village or something. Yeah, you know? I was on the run, and I, I'm running out of time in the first segment for the story, so I apologize for eating it up, Jim. But um, I don't care. <laughs> pulls me over, pull over to the side, walks up to the window, sir. Uh, you know how fast you're going? And I always have practiced that being completely honest and sincere with the police officer is the best way to go about it. Yeah. So he goes, do you have any idea why I pulled you over? And I said, uh, you know, honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> is there something Is there something wrong? He said, well, about how fast do you think you were going? And I said, oh, I was trying to keep it between 75 and 80. <laughs> <laughs> like a says, good law-abiding citizen he says do you know that the speed limit here is take a guess jim okay i was hoping you'd do that um i'm gonna say 60 uh, you're 60 or 65 you're gonna say 55 though i bet if only jim oh no <laughs> 45 <laughs> now it was a 55 mile per hour speed limit where I was. Oh. And I promise you, I believe that this is the only 55 miles per hour speed limit area that I even know about around here. 
I'm I not. Was... I'm not claiming it to be a speed trap. I'm sure it's 55 for a completely reasonable reason. I just had absolutely no idea. A reasonable reason. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> what well, you? I, I am trying to keep it between 75 and 80. <laughs> I was trying to like it was a like it would have been a bad thing if you had failed to do that. You you were actually uh, nervous that he was going to pull you over for not going fast enough. Is that what you meant when you said that you weren't going fast enough? No, it's. I'm telling you, it was the. It was the. Uh, uh, it was the fulfillment of my premonition when I got in the car at the Shell station. Something <laughs> bad's about to happen. So as soon as I self- saw him behind me, for whatever reason, yeah. even though I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I immediately understood that this man was going to pull me over, and I had no idea why. Get on the Patreon, scumbags. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Final segment of Broken Link Radio, which means that it's time for Gabe's News and Nonsense. Brad, we're here with the News and Nonsense for the day. Yep, Production notes from... Oh. Your first story comes out of oh, Google you know News. You know, you know what, Gabe? This is my fault. I had to ask you. Do you have the production notes from last week? Because you heard the show, right? Not the news piece. Okay. When there and you're literally, if you have it, I, I'm, I swear to you, you should look it up right now. Because literally on your production notes was that I gave you a heads up. I said, listen, when we get the Hot Pockets guy... Be prepared for Jim and I to go back and forth a lot because I know growing up with Jim that Hot Pockets are his favorite food. Guess what? What's that? Jim said he only ate Hot Pockets when he went to school. He freaking hates them. And they said I had to. (laughs) Oh, so you just whenever you saw you thought he was enjoying them. But in reality, he was actually suffering deep inside and dying. Yeah. 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 It was taking a part of his humanity away with every bite. And I was sitting there thinking that this must be his favorite food. He comes to school with it like every day. I don't think anyone's favorite food is Hot Pockets. (laughs) Well, that that homeless guy in the bank. Sorry, Gabe. Go ahead with the first story. First story is out of Toronto, Canada. See, I just I wonder now. I'm like, did you ever make fun of him for eating Hot Pockets? No, dude, you don't understand how like Jim did not grow up rich, but Jim grew up middle class. To me, middle class was like, you might as well be a millionaire. So I would come to school with maybe grapes and a peanut butter sandwich on a good day. And I would just, Jim was like the rich kid who had Lunchables. And, uh, I didn't he, have Lunchables. Well, I never brought them. No, you know what? You didn't. But what was that? You did get the pizza kit. The one lunch that comes with a pizza kit. What was that no, called? No, it's Lunchables. He never brought those. He kept them away from you poor people, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I ate them in my car. <laughs> <laughs> in grade school. All right. First story out of Toronto, Cal- Toronto California. No. What is going on with the Okay, Toronto, Canada, globalnews.ca. Not a geologist. The, the beauty of protesting is in the eye of the beholders. Toronto police arrested after he attended a protest against an anti-black racism in blackface on Saturday. So a man was arrested by the Toronto police. Brad, I believe you have the picture. Boy, who wrote that? The... Who wrote that copy, Jim? Jeez. Oh, you did. Uh, oh. <laughs> the man claimed he was not quote was not trying to be disruptive 
end quote, despite his highly offensive appearance. All right. So he here's, had water. here's the guy who was arrested at a Black Lives Matter protest in Toronto, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> I couldn't even see him at first. I'm like, where's the. Like, can I can I tell you the God's honest truth? I was I was I had to find this on YouTube. I couldn't find a good picture of it. Just Google image searching, but I kept trying to grab a screen grab. And the only time you could actually, I swear to God, the only time you could tell that that was his face is when he would smile. Yeah. And he's being arrested. So he didn't smile a whole lot. He's smiling there. Yeah, I know. I was just, I was like spamming the print screen button, trying to catch him at a good moment where you could see <laughs> where the light hit him just right. Cause when you first watch the video, you can hardly see that he's there. It's crazy. He had water thrown on his face before Toronto police officers escorted him away. Police initially told Global News he was arrested for breach of the peace and charged, but have since said no charges have been laid and inquiries continue. So, yeah, because it's a bunch of crap. He right. should have freedom of speech to do what he wants. Well, it's Canada, though. They don't technically have freedom oh, of speech the right. same way that we do. So there is, Yay. they have hate speech legislation in, in Canada, but I don't know that it applies to private citizens. I know that it applies to, it applies to broadcasting and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was weird because, okay, so this guy went to a Black Lives Matter protest. As far as I understand it, he was coloring his face because, with the motive, not not that he was protesting the protesters, but I guess he was coloring his face in support of the Black Lives Matter protest, much like when you go to YouTube you or go. Google and they have like a black screen that says Black Lives Matter yeah, or what have you. But he was just getting cursed out. Like I, I couldn't pull the audio for the video because it was just way too much to bleep. It would take me forever to edit and it would be a 27 second clip. Um so they're just swearing at him and they're just pointing at him going, arrest this man. Arrest, like, uh, like in the, what? I, yeah, exactly. So gay. So picture this. You're at a white supremacist rally, right? There's a, there's a black dude, right? He's, he's in their support of you mm -hmm. and he, he's got pancake makeup on. <laughs> I'd be honored, right? Exactly. I would be, I would be touched. You're like, Oh, look at it. It's a defector. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, the other thing that's, uh, frustrating. I was thinking about this earlier today is that um and this means different things to different people but to me this is all this has always been about legislative reform and police brutality and and bad officers getting away with doing bad things with impunity that's that's what i see in this whole situation but it i understand there's a racial component to it but i just get frustrated with people when they think <laughs> that the only thing they're protesting and the only thing that's important here is inequality it's a part of it but it isn't the thing that's not the point. So it's so reductive to just turn this into a Black Lives Matter thing because it was way more nuanced and complicated than that. Well, so one man's police brutality is another man's police, uh, whatever, opposite of that. So, sure. you know, police brutality in the picture, but to the black people, like, they're doing them a favor. What I, what I want to know is where do we get those paintball guns that shoot pepper, like those pepper ball paintballs? Oh, yeah. Th those would be tight, dude. I think we need those for the show. Next. Next story out of Fox from FoxNews.com and the Associated Press from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure exorcisms don't work the way this guy thinks they do. Josiah James McIntosh. Well, that's, that's the problem right there. His name is Josiah. Josiah James McIntosh. There's all if if you name your child Josiah, you're guaranteeing they're going to have some sort of psychological disorder. 
27 years of age, he was arrested after he doused a four-year-old boy with gasoline and threatened to burn a demon, quote-unquote, out of him, police said. The incident happened around 1 p.m. Wednesday at a home in South Mont. I'm in a child. Just outside I'm not of the unless you set the child on fire. Who is it? Who is this? This is the demon. How did you get on the show? <laughs> set the child on fire and I will leave. Don't, don't do it. Don't listen. <laughs> Officers responding to a domestic situation arrived at the home He's and found the child. <laughs> and Macintosh smelling of gasoline and the defendant in possession of a disposable lighter. One man attempted well, that's to respond. A crime. One man attempted to respond to the domestic disturbance prior to the police. First, Macintosh is said to have told the party, "If I, if we can't get out the demon, I'll burn it out of him, the child." He wasn't even using a zippo. This statement was made. If just you're going to burn me out of the child, you need to use a reliable lighter. <laughs> A refillable lighter. A disposable lighter just ain't gonna get the job done with me, son. This statement was I'm going to inhabit this four-year-old until you burn him alive. We are legion. The statement was made just prior to the defendant. I'm a demon that makes biblical references. If you're an apple, what would his name be? Just prior to the, just prior to the defendant punching and hitting the man in the head with a brick, police did not say whether or not the boy is related to Macintosh, but at the Tribune Democrat reported that the victim is Macintosh's son at press time. So he was going to light his own son on fire with a, with gasoline and a match. He had a brick. Like, he had a brick handy because they were staged there for the protesters. Jim. Um, have you ever have you ever thought that any any child you've ever come across was demon possessed? Yours or otherwise? Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the worst thing you you think that you've seen a demon possessed child do? Um the, in school there's this kid Bradley Baker. <laughs> and he, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like um I remember this one kid and I he want just you to like burn Bradley Baker alive. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this 20 years ago? Unfortunately, nobody at the school has any matches or lighters. I would have done it. He used to make fun of you for eating hot boxes. Yes, he did. Jim, I want you to build a bomb for the the science fair. Well, how long should the fuse be? 37 seconds. (laughs) I thought you were going to say 12 12 inches. (laughs) 666 inches. What's the significance there? That's the number of the beast. (laughs) Did you guys know that most doctors already assume that you're lying to them? I did know that. I think they said it on Scrubs on an episode of Scrubs one time. I assume most doctors are lying to me too, though. So <laughs> square, they're fine. So after multiple vi- office yes. visits, you go to the doctor's office. Very confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, yeah, you're full of crap. <laughs> How much do I owe you now? What? <laughs> after multiple office visits, prescribed evacuation, and an invasive surgery, Doctor Walal Islam 
was finally able Fingers. to determine the source of his patient's abdominal anguish. I think that's Walul. If I were to guess, because I've known a few Indians in my day, I think his name is Walul. <laughs> Wabalal Islam, the patient <laughs> visited a hospital in northeastern India last month, claiming he had ingested some earphones. He was prescribed laxatives. They're the skull candies. <laughs> They're not earphones. They're skull candies. They're skull candies. <laughs> I the headphones. You... What was that, Dr. Wallaby? I believe you have ingested some kind of audio listening device. <laughs> the headphones never made an appearance. The next step was surgery. He came to us after, actually, Dr. Wallaby. Um, <laughs> I must go. I must go thin through the anus. <laughs> he came to us after. After he came to us after five days, and despite passing stool several times. <laughs> The cable did not come out. Wait, he ingested stools too? <laughs> oh, no. He's <laughs> passing stools. No, no. Okay. When we, uh, we then conducted an endosco endoscopy. Yep. But still couldn't find anything. As the patient complained of severe pain, we decided to perform surgery mm. and found that there was nothing in his intestine, oh. Dr. Islam. Said. So he went to the doctor's office and he said that he ate a pair of headphones. They. <laughs> They checked his intestines, and they gave him laxatives. They did a surgery, and there's nothing there. Exactly. Again, we decided to put a from surgery, and there was nothing there. So despite after the invasive, in, invasive surgery, nothing was found in the patient's colon because nothing was there. They were looking for earbuds in all the wrong places. Oh. It was then that an X-ray of the patient revealed a two-foot-long cord in the patient's bladder. The doctor's oh. patient had not been honest with him the entire time. There's the x-ray, it, it was not a pair of earbuds, and he certainly had not. <laughs> Those earbuds are sitting them. directly in the middle of his pelvic floor, dude. <laughs> like, they're just... The x-ray at the hospital, those were not earbuds. The, the x-ray at the hospital actually revealed that the patient had inserted a USB mobile phone charger cable into his penis, <laughs> which had nowhere to go but up into his bladder. <laughs> if he had been honest, then it would have been saved us the trouble and we could have treated him sooner, Dr. Wallaby said. So... Remember, folks, don't lie to your doctor. Have you ever heard of those kinds of people, Jim? And I'm not talking about Indians. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a thing where people like to shove objects up their urethra. Have you ever heard of this? Urethra Franklin. <laughs> urethra That's all I got, dude. Franklin. I, I'm very uncomfortable right now talking about it. That's amazing. In more ways than one. Yeah. This As crazy. am I, Jim, out of <laughs> Australia. G Gabe said that when we got to the story, he's probably going to feel sick. <laughs> Next, did you bring the story up just for like um, awareness? No, I brought the story up because I can't believe a guy shoved a to USB cord us. up his penis. The whole dude, it's the whole thing. Not even like part of it. Like, how did he get the whole thing in there, dude? He looks humongous. <laughs> it's two feet long. Oh, I mean, like width wise. Right. That's crazy, dude. Ugh. Out of Australia from the I'm Associated take, I'm Press. I'm going to take the picture down now. 
so the gym can think straight. Not looking Thank at goodness. it. Goodness, I won't lie. I did not look once at the picture. I had my knees up in front of it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. There's no way. God bless you two for uh, having the bravery to do so. Next, out of the Australian Associated Press, Griffith, Australia. Don't you hate when GPS gives you bad directions? Mm-hmm. Terence Leroy accused of breaking into the wrong house as he sought to fulfill another man's sex fantasy, has been found not guilty. Leroy was one of the two men hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up while clad in his underpants. Embarrassingly enough, Leroy and his partner went to the wrong house. (laughs) A new South Wales man went on Facebook looking for somebody willing to tie him up and then rub a broom (laughs) handle around his underwear, according to the Australian (laughs) Associated Press. In the post, their fee being offered was $5,000 if the service was, quote, really good. What do you care? Leroy was one of the two men who received the address of the prospective client and had agreed to perform the service addressed to them. However, neither of the men were able to get the right address or to get the address right. So the unwitting occupant of the wrong house was on his way to use the bathroom when he heard a noise, is this a hot case of wrong place, wrong time, or what? <laughs> when this gentleman turned on the nightlight in his room, he saw two men carrying machetes standing next to his bed. Jim, if if two men were standing over your bed with machetes, how dead would they be? <laughs> like, I happen to know that those two men would have never made it out alive if they pulled this one on your house. Yeah, I was just about to say I would have shot him dead. They would have been done, dude. Erica. I would have had to I would have see I would have been in a little bit of a different place because my self-defense is a as a knife. So I like my combat knife versus two men with machetes. I don't like my <laughs> chances if they if they show up. I'm just imagining being the guys you wake up and there's or not you wake up, you turn a light and there's two men standing over your bed with machetes. What the hell? I would have, well, I would have screamed. Dude, <laughs> my my sense of like surprise and like my um, I scare easily. I startle easily. Yeah. See, by the way, to both of you for self defense, this is exactly why I choose to go with grenades and landmines. So Leroy and his colleague <laughs> realized the error. Hold on, and hold on. Started- do you have do you have your house set up like that one mission in Modern Warfare Two where you have to defend the laptop for like three minutes? <laughs> you have to exactly. set up a lot, all the mines around the perimeter and throw grenades oh. at groups of uh, terrorists. Oh, his house, is set, his house is set up like Gary Busey's uh, bus <laughs> in Black Sheep. You have to watch out. There's tripwires everywhere. <clears throat> Leroy and his colleagues reali- realized the error and started to leave. According to court documents, one of them said, sorry, mate. The other shook the victim's hand and said, uh, nah, you were in the wrong nah. house, mate. Crikey. <laughs> Crikey, we're in the wrong house, mate. They then drove to the correct Get him address. in the chair and we'll rub his underwear. <laughs> Dude, with a they broom then, handle. What is... They then drove to the correct address while the man they left behind contacted the police. Eventually, the police made contact with Leroy and charged him with entering a home intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon. Good thing it was just the home they entered. Yeah, right. <laughs> a koala bear. A koala bear. 
Bay. Koala Bay. Could have been far, far worse. Goodness gracious! Well, that's two stories in a row that I just want to go soak my head in acid. <laughs> Take a shower. Yeah. It's not I it don't was ra- later. I don't I don't make the strange news. It's just what's out there right now. I don't know why. It was later ruled in the court that the prosecution had not provided Leroy intended or had not proved that Leroy intended to intimidate. Talk about getting off. Am I right, guys? Brad, that's the news and nonsense for today. All right, thank you, Gabe. Jim, um, I don't even know what to say about the news this week. I don't know what to say about the show this week. <laughs> it's been a long ride. Yeah, all right. ride. We'll, uh, we'll check everybody and see you later, scumbags. 